Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs and lightworkers worldwide. And tonight, I'm really excited because we have a special guest on tonight, and I know most of you know her, and I see you all calling in. Um, And her name is Allison Hayes, the rock girl, and we are talking tonight about money miracles and the use of crystals to inspire um, us and to also power up our manifesting ability for bringing money in, bringing cash in, uh, bringing helpful people in, bringing new opportunities in, new jobs, um, and and lots of other stuff. And I'm going to get to Allison in a couple of minutes. You know, we always do housekeeping at the top of the show. But this show, actually, you know, I've been saying week after week that I've been sort of just letting the energy pull me forward as far as what to do on the show, especially this summer. It's kind of a I don't know. I hate to use the word lazy, but okay, so lazy kind of a summer for me. And I just been saying, well, you guys, you know, tell me. So yesterday I was walking in the park and I was like, you know, we are getting a little close. The show is tomorrow. And they said, call Allison and see if Allison will be on the show because we want to talk about money miracles. And I, it made so much sense. I was like, wow, okay, cool. And while I'm walking around the park, I'm texting Allison and she was available and here we are. So I'm really excited um, because, and, and I hope that over time, you'll start to trust your guidance um, the way I do. I, I, you know, I never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. And um, when you start to get that conversation going intuitively, that conversation going with your higher self, your infinite self, your, you know, your guides, your angels, your fairies, your, and whatever else, the goddesses and whatever else that um, you're having a conversation with, when you can have that that ongoing conversation, it really becomes magical and everything really does fall into place. It just, you know, everything just sinks um, right up. So um, just so we know, we have some energy stuff going on. We're done with Mercury and retrograde. Yay. We know that from last week. And um, we're also getting to the tail end of a waning moon. And I'm going to actually chat with Allison tonight about all the moon cycles so we can get some more insight um, for you on that because she's a, she's a wizard at all this stuff. Um, but 
we're in a waning moon now, which means that we have a little bit less manifesting energy and a lot more clearing energy, but we are getting into a nice new moon on Friday, August 17th. I know that because it's my niece's birthday and she's been texting me two, three, four times a day letting me know that it's her birthday now for about a month. So (laughs) I can't forget that day, but um, it's also the day of the new moon. So if you are ready to have some fresh starts and new beginnings, it's going to feel really happy and exciting because Mercury Retrograde is over, the waning moon will be over, and we'll be in a nice clean uh, space for forward progression, forward movement. So if you have any you know, big to-do lists and, and manifesting projects, now is the time to get everything in line. And uh, Friday is your day to get things going and and you know move forward thinking about that fall harvest and um and all the abundance that is waiting uh for you. So, I'm not going to take a lot more time with housekeeping. We can if I, as I think of things as we go through the show, I'll mention them. I want to get Allison on cuz I see so many of you calling in and I have a funny feeling some of you have some questions for us. So, I want to make sure we have enough time for that. So, Allison, hello, are you there? Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very. I'm excited for the show. It's a, it's a great topic, and I have all these great stones to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. I love it. I love talking to you. You know, like we always just run with it. So that's what we're going to do tonight. And um, you have a lot of fans because people. I just put this out what last night, like ten thirty, and the phone lines are all you know ringing off the hook. And little Sam is moving his little hiney to get everybody. <laughs> Oh, cool. So, um, okay, let's talk a little bit about your story. I know we always do this at this, every interview, but just in case, because there are some people who haven't heard of the Rock Girl. Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, yeah, certainly. I, I don't get out much, so I understand. <laughs> so can you give us, like, the short uh, version? Yeah. Ah, the short version. Okay. Uh, Ever since I was a little kid, I had, like, these little psychic messages, and I talked to rocks and trees and and animals. I grew up on a farm, and I I was kind of a solitary kid, um, you know, because I didn't really – I connected more to nature than to kids, and then when they saw me talking to rocks, (laughs) they kind of got scared. So, um, you know, on or around eighth grade, I kind of put the rocks – um, away, tried to be normal, that didn't work, and then I pulled the rocks out again once I got out of high school. <laughs> and um, I used the rocks for my own guidance. You know, I would do my own rock readings. The first set of rocks I got in seventh grade, you know, those little kits um, that you get in geology with all the little specimens. Right. And um, so I would do my own rock readings, and that was kind of that. And, um, you know, again, in an attempt to be normal in my 20s, I, I the, every time I stray away from spirituality, um, I would end up kind of physically ill, <laughs> and then I would return to um, the the holistic world for healing. And I started taking Reiki, and I've taken Reiki 17 times from from level one to master. And um, I kind of um, I just decided, you know, let me just uh, you know I had a career in film, and I kind of hung that up because I got burned out, and I turned to the rocks, and I thought, maybe I can try and do this full-time. So I started out as an energy worker and, and a Reiki master, and I, I utilized the stones, and I came up with the Rock Girl Foundation Treatment, which I teach now in my school. <clears throat> and um, I was looking for a name for my company. And uh, all, of my, you know, all the kids made fun of me in seventh grade, called me the Rock Girl. And over the years when I was getting stones delivered in my neighborhood, my neighbors would be like, there's that crazy Rock Girl. So I thought, you know, what the heck? 
Why, why don't I just try Rock Girl? I mean, I was thinking of Stone Diva and Stone Junkie, <laughs> and all of these URLs were taken. All the domains were taken. And I thought, you know, wow. let's keep it simple. And so I tried Rock Girl and came up with this guitar-playing women. And I'm like, well, let me try the word V in front of the word Rock Girl. And sure enough, I got the domain name. Now, of course, that was over 10 years ago because, you know, you couldn't get that today right, <laughs> um, right, right. with all the websites out there. And so the name of my company was The Rock Girl. And I just said, you know, when in doubt, leave it out, keep it simple. And right. so I, was, I started doing, you know, I was doing the energy balancing. And, again, all of the stuff I did on myself to help bring, it was really for personal care all over the years. And I took Reiki many times because I wanted to kind of fine-tune my energy and heal. And then people just started saying, well, can you teach me how to do this? Can you teach me how to do that? And I started teaching classes. And the rock readings, actually, Mari, were, were a joke. Um, <laughs> you know, people would just always, my family friends would call me up, can you pull a couple stones, what do you think, blah, blah, blah. No one took me seriously. And then I, I was helping put putting together this um, fundraiser for Animal Rescue, and it was Halloween of all times, and it was called the Witch's Ball. And um, it was it was in Montclair, New Jersey, and the tarot card lady called out sick. And I was just a volunteer putting everything together. And they said, well, can you read tarot cards? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> but I can read rocks. And so I got in my little car. I zoomed home. I collected all the rocks I could possibly carry. I came back to this place, and I started doing my rock readings. And by the third person, these psychic messages started flowing. The, the lines of people lined up. And I was writing my phone number down on a napkin and giving oh. it to them. <laughs> and thus was born the rock, the rock reading, the psychic rock reading. And then that's what, what kind of propelled me to, to get a website because people were calling me for these rock readings. And the Reiki yeah. and, the, and the energy balancing was kind of like on the back burner. And so in a nutshell, um, that's how the rock world began. Here's one last funny story, okay? When I was coming out as a psychic rock reader, I was applying to these psychic directories. And I applied for this one directory. And, um, you know, you, you put in your name, you're all this stuff. You, put, you paid your $45, and, and you were on the directory. And I was so happy, and I was so proud. And I went to bed, and I woke up the next morning, and there was a refund in my email because I am not a real psychic. So <laughs> oh, wow. they refunded me. And they, oh, they, my goodness. They kicked me out of the psychic games, and I was so hurt. Um, and so... Um, I, I always love telling that story. So, you know, <laughs> the uh, one of my best mentors said to me at the time, you know, Allison, the best revenge is success. That's so right. I thought, you know, I want to be a really good psychic someday. So I, I'm working at it. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Well, I'll I can say it. that I've had plenty of readings with you, and you're brilliant. So I, I, I never, you know, I always say I never bring on anyone who I have not experienced myself. So oh, I stand thanks. behind you a thousand, zillion, gazillion percent. Yeah, well, so, it's not me, honey. It's the stones, and I think yeah, you know that. Well, but thank yeah, you. but you know what? You have to be able to interpret that, and and also. I've seen a lot of people start off trying to be psychic, and they, they are. They're really super talented, and then they spook themselves, and they talk themselves out of it, and then they don't step up to the work. They go and off and, you know, work at the local, you know, <laughs> Lord and Taylor or whatever, you know. So Yeah, that's true. I tried that a couple hurt. times. <laughs> it didn't last long. <laughs> I, I ended up doing readings at A&S so, and uh, Macy's anyway. So, so, yeah, I get it. I get it. So let's talk a little bit more about um, tonight's topic, money miracles. So this is a big thing because um, I think a lot of people are going through – 
um, this change, of course, we've been talking about 2012 and you've been on all my telesummits and everything, so we've already kind of gone down that road. But I've seen it myself, my own life, and a lot of people are kind of going through lessons that they thought they had already gone through. Um, there's a lot of job changes, a lot of businesses kind of reconfiguring themselves and money dropping out and um you know, money not quite there yet, but, you know, you kind of can feel it, but it's not quite in your hands yet. And so um, I think people have gotten discouraged. I think there's been a lot of, at least that I've been hearing from my clients, a lot of um, long-term things like people who are single parents or the people who've, you know, had lost a loved one and have been depressed for a long period of time and now kind of, you know, um, the stuff has hit the fan and they have to make things work. Um, People who are just flat-out exhausted. So I think that's one of the reasons why the guides brought up the money miracles because, quite frankly, we can't – you kind of can't get much done if you're not feeling a sense of financial freedom, especially when it comes to helping um, other people. So the first thing I wanted to ask you about is, before we get into the rocks and the crystals, is I know that you are a wizard at, at all things energy. Can we talk about the moon cycles and how that affects the ebb and flow of money? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I think that's something, that's a piece that people don't usually incorporate. Yeah, yeah, well, you you were talking about it at the beginning of the show, and I thought you did a really great job as far as the waxing and the waning moon and the full moon, and, um, you know, um, why don't don't you lead and I'll follow your cue? (laughs) I love you. So the, I guess the, the the point that I wanted to just bring up is that it a lot of times we beat ourselves up, and I was just saying this to a client the other day, um, there's a lot of factors that go into creating, I call it the waterfalls of abundance, you know, that, that kind of steady flow, that flow where even if it's not all coming from one place, it might be coming from, a, a, you know, several different places into your world, but sometimes it feels like it stops or you thought you were on a roll and then, you know, or you're swimming towards something you're moving really you're trying to you know make something happen but you're going upstream because the energy of the planet is not supporting you because you're going during a waning moon as opposed to a waxing moon and these planetary systems have an effect on how things will flow for you regardless of what you know how great your affirmations are and what crystals you're holding and everything else. So I guess what I wanted from you, Allison, is to maybe comment on um, your feelings about when we talk about these crystals. Are there? Do you think the moon? I, I mean, maybe it's not as affecting as much as what I think it is. Well, you know, Mari, I think everybody is different, um, and you know, it all depends on how their cycle of energy works. And for me. Um, I'm, you know, a lot of women out there especially are connected to the, the moon cycles, the lunar cycles, um, where men are more kind of solar oriented. And so I always like to kind of separate that energy and ask people what they resonate with more, you see, because the, the, the sun is about, you know, kind of generating energy and it's associated with the will center. And, and a lot of men kind of get up and are like, yeah, get up, let me go out and, and, and kind of, um, you know, kind of create and they really respond to the solar um, energies a lot more than the moon. And so I, I, I like to kind of make that 
connection or that, that association right there so people know what they work better with, with what energy. Um, and, and as far as the moon goes, um, indeed, a lot of people are affected by its very subtle electromagnetic energies. I mean, I feel, I mean, people feel the sun. You bake in the sun. You moon, you, you know, you, you burn in the sun. But you don't really get a moon burn, do you? <laughs> no. no. You bathe in the moonlight. And we all know we much, look much better naked in the moonlight, correct? <laughs> um, so the moon is, is a gentle energy, but it drives the tides. And so what people have to understand is that it, even though it's subtle, it is quite powerful. And, you know, linking it with the stones, there are certain stones that resonate more with that, like a moonstone and labradorite and, and um, tiger eye, which um, we're going to talk about in a little bit. But as you said, you know, the waxing moon is kind of something to kind of um, throw out as far as the creating goes. And the waiting moon, a lot of times it's almost like an exhale. You know how you're kind of running up a hill and you're, you know, you're like, <sighs> and then you get there and you're like, <sighs> yeah, like that. Yeah. You kind of breathe out. Right. You know, the waning is time to kind of let like let go of all of that effort and let let the moon and let the goddess energy carry all of your hard work. And I think a lot of people hold on to things too much um, as far as their intentions and their manifestations instead of let that strong electromagnetic frequency carry it to fruition. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I was thinking about that today because there is a point in time where I think when you're manifesting, I know for myself I've been going through some really big, huge, like, huge like tidal wave type of changes and I work on my manifesting projects and then when I let them go and I just say you know what I'm not I'm not doing any affirmation I'm not doing anything I'm just going to receive I'm just going to have a receiving day just 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 rest and just have a receiving day sometimes I'll get to the end of it and say oh gosh I didn't do anything should I have done something maybe I shouldn't have, you know and I think it's just human nature that you feel like if you're not doing something that it's um, that things aren't happening now but if you plant a seed in the ground you're not in there digging around seeing if the roots are growing. At some point, you let the seed alone. God does his thing. You pour the water on for yourself, but you don't want to drown the seed. So you have your job, and then you have to let nature have its job. I guess, um, you know, so I, I I don't even know what I was trying to say. but Oh, no, I do. I know what you're saying. You're okay. saying that a lot of times, again, you plant that seed, and then you have to let it, let it do its thing. Yeah. Because if you yeah. start messing with it, it's never going to take root. It's never going to exactly. take hold. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, with the, with the waxing moon, I mean, that is when you do the work. That's when you send the intentions. And obviously the full moon is when I kind of really kind of send and channel that energy up. And then after that is when the waning moon comes in, I, I take a deep breath and then I exhale. Like, whew, my job is done, and then I kind of give it over to the universe. And I think a real big component there is trust. Trusting yes. that they went out to the universe and trusting that the universe is going to take it where it needs to go. And I really liked your um, your, your um, kind of um, the way that you, you compared it to the current. You know, swimming upstream is, is a lot of work, but if you turn around and you kind of coast down with the current, you can be taken a heck of a lot farther and, and have a much nicer ride, although you don't have control, well, as much control as to where you land, but a lot of times it's a heck of a lot better than where you were going to kind of point your boat, if that makes sense. No. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, believe it or not, we're about a minute off of our first break. <laughs> um but I wanted to just say that if you guys want to call in, we're going to be taking questions. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about all the different stones that Allison has 
going to help us with, but then we're going to be taking your questions. And um, so if you want to call in and ask a question, uh, the number is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. Eight five. You know, Allison, I want to just ask one thing because then when we come out from back from the break, we can get into the stones. Um, one of the things that I have always felt is that, and I've learned it over and over and over again, is that before we can manifest anything, we usually have to do some healing to yes. <laughs> create <laughs> to create a space of receptivity, right? Um, I, so my question was, do you agree with that? And are there any stones that people can? Um, Used to sort of clear the way with a with a bit of healing um, before they start with this, you know, all this cash flow. Because cash flow is, I, I've, I was reading emails that were coming in because we have a bunch of email questions too, and people are the the hurt and the pain that they're going through, plus the shame of not having the money, but the hurt and the pain that sort of got them locked up, so the money stops flowing, and then the the arduous work they're doing to get the money flowing, and then the shame that it's not flowing. There's so much healing that it's just screaming, heal me, heal me, heal me first. Yeah, there absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I don't know if we have time not to address this fully, but I wanted to talk about it more after the break. Peep, yes, there needs to be healing of the solar plexus, the will center, and also the heart chakra. And, and green calcite is excellent for the heart chakra, and honey calcite is excellent for the will center, okay? But when we come back, I'd like to talk more about really kind of changing the energy centers, because a lot of people get in, in, a, in a mess, Mari, when they, you know, people think money and cash is green, so they've got to use these green stones, but really they're bringing their heart energy into the money issues, and it's getting all tangled up. And and so when we come back, I want to talk more about separating um, the heart chakra and healing that heart chakra and then utilizing the sacral chakra, the root chakra, and the solar plexus to really generate that cash flow. Because, again, money is all a, a form of exchange in the physical plane. We don't take this with us when we, we transcend and we go in the spiritual realm. And right. so, really, for me, that's what's really, really worked. And we'll talk more about the colors of the chakras and the stones, I guess, when we come back. Because I do have one more to say about that. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yay. Okay, you guys. So we're going to take a really short break. Um, and if you want to call in, 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? 
facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. Today we are having a fun, amazing, enchanting time with my buddy and colleague and all those things. Ace <laughs> <laughs> the Rock Girl. And we're talking all about crystals and money miracles. And I shortened the break. I asked Sam to shorten our break up today because we have so many of you calling in. Um, again, the number is 347-215-9485 if you're just joining us and you want to ask Allison a question. So we shortened the break so we could get back and get some of this, uh, more of this, this teaching stuff out so we can get to you guys. Um, Allison, we were talking about healing and the crystals, and um, I know that to, I, one of the things you were saying on the break, I wanted, I got, I wrote down this little phrase, and it's broken hearts equals broken money. And, yeah, <laughs> and, broken pocketbook. Yeah, yeah, broken hearts equals broken pocketbook. Every time I have a breakup or some kind of drama with a guy or whatever, it's like I go broke, like boom, you know, it's like it's almost they're like attached in some like weird way. Can you talk a little bit about that and? Let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, um, you know, I, I'm not sitting here preaching on my my pedestal. I, I, I really kind of come from the trenches myself, and I, I understand these these matters. And a lot of what I offer as um, advice, I've I've learned from master teachers, but also I've I've put to practice in my own life. And what I what I learned, Mari, my biggest mistake was I was I was mixing matters of the heart with um, cash flow and money. Okay, and and you know it's easy to do in the in the crystal healing world because you know what they're telling you that the heart chakra is green, the heart chakra is green, and you know I you and I go way back. You know we've been to these metaphysical classes, burn a green candle. That's right. You know get that green stone out, and you know you know I'm sitting here thinking, well, isn't green, you know the the, the color of the heart chakra? And then I took this great class by Star Fuentes about, uh, I don't know, seven years ago at the Meta Center in New York City. And I took this, this, this course on cash. And she said, cash, she said, separate it from your heart chakra and keep it in your sacral chakra. Your sacral chakra is the orange chakra. It's around the navel. It's the seat of creativity. It, it's, you know, and sensuality, of course. But, you know, it creates babies. It creates art. And it can create cash. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was, I had an aha moment, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> um, and, you know, I thought, oh, my gosh, that makes so much sense. And because yeah. money is a form of exchange in the physical world. And obviously the heart chakra is above the solar plexus. The solar plexus is, is the, where the, the spiritual 
chakras meet the the physical chakras you know it's the inlet where that that energy mixes and yeah. a lot of times you know we all have the the blockage in the solar plexus a lot of times fear and, and self-doubt and we're going to talk i'm going to talk about that in a minute about the healing but you know i thought wow that makes sense you know so i was like all right you know what no more green candles no more green stones let me try orange 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 and mari from the minute I made that switch, the energy completely changed. Mm-hmm. And so in a minute, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk more about what stones use and how to kind of generate that energy. Um, another thing that, that Star mentioned that, that I, always, I always repeat um, is ask for cash. Don't ask for money. Don't ask for, you know, abundance is great, but let's be specific about this abundance, you know. You know, right. she said, you can ask for wealth and you might end up inheriting a property or, you know, with lots of property taxes <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you might get stock and then you might lose a stock. And she's like, if you're going to do this, do it precisely. Utilize the sacral chakra, utilize orange and ask for cash and just keep it simple. Now, let's talk about the healing first. OK, yep. obviously matters of the heart that needs to be healed. OK, there's two main chakras that I like to work on with people when it, it comes with, with its cash wounds, okay, um, is the heart chakra and the will center. So let's talk about the heart chakra. I think we've all been there. And like you said, when you have a breakup, you know, the, the, the cash flow kind of um, evaporates. And a lot of us um, associate cash with our ability to be loved and our worth and things like that. And I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm taking it out. I mean, you know, anybody who knows me knows that I, I had this horrible breakup with my husband. I'm soon to be divorced. And, you know, it was ugly. But I thought, you know, A, he's not worth me just lying around wallowing in, in, in my, my grief because, you know, someone's got to support me. That would be right. me. Um, and I, I, you know, he's, you know, there's, there's going to be somebody else coming along out there that I can love. And so, you know, frankly, I wish him the best, but he's not worth my own demise. So that was one. And, and two was, you know, I have to keep my heart wounds because trust me, the wounds are still there. The scars are still there. But I have to separate that from my ability to generate cash in order to take care of myself and grow my business. And so when I do the heart healing um, work, obviously, with Reiki, and, and, and I, I go to excellent seasoned um, uh, master practitioners, I also work with green stones, such as green calcite. That's excellent for kind of taking all of that pain away. It, it sops it up like a sponge. Green jade is another wonderful green stone for heart healing. And it's all about loyalty and it's about you supporting yourself. And it really helps take the edge off the trail, which was exactly what happened to me. You know, my, my ex, uh, soon-to-be ex, cheated on me. And that betrayal was just stinging. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, jade is a really good stone of loyalty and fidelity. But a lot of times, before you connect it to another person, you have to have your own loyalty and you have to have your own fidelity and stay true to yourself. And then the last heart healing stone I like to kind of set you up to, to kind of channel off into the cash making department is malachite. Okay, that's M A L A C H I T E. It's a green stone. It's associated with heart strengthening and overcoming um, grief, and it's the stone of health, wealth, and prosperity. 
prosperity, and it really sets you up for a nice, strong, healthy heart chakra, and it kind of um, soothes the, the rough edges off of all of the pain and, and bumps and lumps that we have taken. And, of mm-hmm. course, you know, there's nice, um, you know, pink stones like rose quartz and, and rhodonite, and they're lovely too, but I, I like to stay with the green energy when it comes to cooling and healing that those, those, those wounds, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that. Now let's take a look, Mari, at the solar plexus, because when yep. it's not the heart chakra wound, it's the solar plexus wound that is inhibiting the cash flow, okay? And it makes sense because the solar plexus, whenever you have an issue with one chakra, I always like to tell people, look above and below and to the chakra above and below it and see what's going on there, you see? Mm-hmm. So if we're saying, okay, we're having like a zero flow in the cash flow department and we know now to look to the sacral, depart- sacral chakra, is it the root chakra where there's an issue or is it the solar plexus? Most often it's the solar plexus kind of stopped up from that heavy heart. So let's work on that. Let's, let's clear that out. The first stone to work with, um, again, the, the sopping up sponge, kind of the cleaner upper, is the honey calcite, Okay. That goes in there and it sops up all of the goo. Um, and, and, you know, again, everybody, um, you can always listen to my podcast on how to cleanse a stone, use sage, selenite, and sound. I won't get into that. Although, Mari, I think with your telesummits, we gave them free, free podcasts on sage, selenite, and sound. Yeah, yeah, we? yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. You sure did. But, you know, again, when utilizing all these stones, you do need to clean them, okay? But honey calcite is excellent. You just lay it right on that solar plexus, and, and you'll feel it, it lift that energy right away. And then when working with wanting to, you know, kind of preparing your sacral chakra for creating cash, I like to put um, a little bit of amber on there. That's the healing balm. You know, when you have a sore and it really hurts and you put a nice yeah. balm on it, that's the amber, okay? And then finally, you want to pump up the volume. You know, you kind of want to you, you find the warrior, the warrioress energy, the action energy to kind of go out and make the dough. You put the pyrite on there, you know? Oh, wow, pyrite. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people use citrine, and that's nice. It's lovely. But we're talking about, you know, going out there and making buckets of cash, okay? Right. <laughs> so, you know, first the honey calcite, okay, then the amber to kind of to, to heal that, to, to, you know, to kind of, um, you know, it's a balm, B-A-L-M, not balm. <laughs> right, right, balm. right, right. Um, and, and then, like, really go for it and use that pyrite. And, and you're, you're going to have your nice warrior and warrioress energy to kind of go out and work for money. I mean, a lot of us, you know, don't sit here and have it fall out of trees. I know, right. you know, that's a catchphrase. But, you know, we have to go out and work and generate cash. And I don't know about you, but I have no problems rolling up my sleeves and going out and working for it. So, right, right. you know, pyrite is a stone of action. So that's what I would use to kind of heal. And first you cleanse, then you soothe, and then you activate. So, you know, I always like to kind of work in threes, the one, two, three punch. The heart healing stones, uh, first the green calcite, okay, then the green jade, and then, of course, the malachite to strengthen. And then the solar plexus, you have the honey calcite, you have the amber, and then you have the pyrite. So that's the healing part. Perfect. You ready to go on to generating and creating yeah. the cash flow? Absolutely. Let's go. All righty. <laughs> now, folks, now that we kind of separated church from state, you know, our heart we take care of on the spiritual plane, okay? And, and um, you know, let's talk about generating and creating cash. And just, you know, cash is not a bad word. A lot of people I work with think that money is bad. Money tarnishes people. You know, if, you know, if you're going to use money to kind of lord over people and control, well, 
well, that's not great. And usually if they do it with money, they do it with other things. But money, for me, is an opportunity. It provides opportunities for me and for many other people. You know, you make cash, you donate cash to help out charities as well as, you know, provide for yourself and help others. And it's a form of exchange. You know, a lot of healers, especially out there, well, I shouldn't be paid for my services. Well, then you're starving, you know? Right. So, again, a lot of kind of switching the perspective is, is huge on this. And, you know, listen, way back in the day, um, even, you know, Jesus Christ, he was the, an amazing prophet and a healer. And he didn't charge anything, but he would go from town to town, and people would provide him with clothes and food and, and, and lodging, you see? Right. Right. So there was an even exchange, and that's so important to understand that in the healing industry or in any other industry that there that there is an even exchange. And um, you know, with that said, we have to provide our own clothes and, and food and lodging, and we need to do that in the form of money. So mm-hmm. with that said, focus on the on, on the sacral chakra. And again, folks, the sacral chakra is connected with the color orange. Okay, and it it it, it it's the the um. Chakra around your navel um, is around the womb, and it creates babies, it creates art, and it creates cash. So the first and foremost stone to work with is orange calcite. Remember, I love the calcites because they're cleansers. So like you said before, Mari, we have to clean it up. We right. have to clean this goo up, this, this gunk, you know. And a lot of times, you know, when we have stuff stuck in our root chakra or sacral chakra, it, it's residue that, that happens usually from the heart chakra or the throat chakra or sometimes the, the third eye that we're not utilizing, and it falls down and it settles there, and it, it's a blockage. And so I always start the, the chakra balancing by cleansing from the root chakra up. And so take that, that orange calcite, Put it on your sacral chakra and let it do its job. A lot of times, after you, you, the stone attunes to you, you'll feel it kind of unstick or sometimes even roll off. And, and, you know, don't put it back. It's done its job. And so orange calcite placed on the sacral chakra works beautifully. You can also keep some orange calcite on your desk at work, um, you know, to kind of keep the area clean at all times. Then after that, Okay, the orange calcite, I want to work with carnelian. I think a lot of people are are familiar with carnelian, yes? Yep. Okay, it's C-A-R-N-E-L-I-A-N. And that really pumps up the creativity, and it also draws um, cash to you. Now, remember, okay, remember that, um, you know, the law of attraction, you want to, you know, you want to go out and work and make the money, but you also want to draw that abundance to you. And again, when you're thinking abundance, be very specific of what you'd like, because the universe does hear you and it does like to deliver, okay? And so carnelian is great for generating that creativity and also for drawing. It actually has a, a form of iron oxide in it, and it draws to you that energy, because we're so great, Mari, at sending out intention, but a lot of times we forget to open the other door and let yep. it come in the other side. You see? Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, <laughs> finally, um, you know, I like to work with, um, to, to draw money into the sacral chakra. There's fire agate out there, and fire agate is a nice orange stone. It's hard to get, but that's a really nice thing to kind of simmer and, and bring cash to you. However, what works beautifully there as well is Citrine, baked 
citrine in the form of a citrine druzy. Okay. Oh. Now there's something called natural citrine, which is it's um, a very light yellow, and a lot of people don't see it because it's not readily available um, or as abundant as the regular citrine. So when I'm talking about citrine. Mari, it's, it's what most people are used to buying. And I know you have a beautiful citrine church, and I have citrine church envy. Mari has the yeah. best citrine church I've ever <laughs> seen in my whole life. Okay. Right here. <laughs> I want to live in there. And, and um, that is what you need. That's the finisher for the cash flow. Um, and, and in the Druzy form, it means those little um, crystals. A lot of times you'll see the geodes, the amethyst right. geodes, and then the citrine geodes. That little crunchy crystal stuff is called druzy, D-R-U-Z-E. And um, interestingly enough, this type of citrine it starts out as amethyst, and then it is heated uh-huh. up by man in a kiln, and then it turns into that orange citrine. And, and you know, uh-huh. it, it's still it, it's a very powerful stone um, for creating because it was fired up. And, and you, know, you, you, you know, with that and that pyrite, you can't go wrong. So I hope that helps you. Well, that it does. And let me ask you this, because I know when you have worked with me with my stones, one of the things you've done is to wake them up. And um, I was actually at Robin's store the other day, and she had a beautiful piece of something. And we put it on selenite, and it just totally started turning all different colors. Like you could see it just like waking up. So can you talk to people about um, that aspect of it? Because sometimes the crystals are tired or not. Yeah, a lot of times they're dirty because they've been doing their job, not because they're bad crystals, but because they've been doing their job. And so the first thing you want to do is cleanse it. Now, first and foremost, if you want to kill a stone, use salt water, okay? And again, I'm not going to go on my soapbox here, but um, no salt, folks. You want to take some nice white sage, cleanse it, use a little selenite. Um, that's S-E-L-E-N, which it means moon, Selene, um, I-T-E, and the tincture bells. The tincture bells are key, Mari, because the sound actually helps wake them up. So the selenite is a charger, and, and the, the tincture bells are a sound, and the tincture bells, T-I-N-G-S-H-A, they ring and they wake it up. Um, but the selenite works that way as well. But before you try and wake anything up, you need to cleanse it first. And a nice smudge with white sage, a little dab will do, okay? okay. <laughs> um, and you clean it because you don't want to wake them up, right, if they've got stinky poo-poo in them because then you're going you're gonna to stir up the stinky poo-poo. You know what I mean? He's killing me. Now, after you do that, you can also activate them with your with your hand. You can put them in the palms of your hands. You have the palm meridians there that bring all the energy there. And I call that waking up the stone and attuning to the stone. And it's a very simple process. I mean, you probably sat there, what, less than five minutes and saw that happen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. But the key is to make sure that the stone is clean, and really all you need is a smudge of sage. And and you can put it on a piece of selenite, or if you don't have one, then you can hold it in your hands. And the heat and the pressure from your hands activates the stone. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Oh, and one last thing. Yeah, one last thing. Don't let your stones sit out in the sunlight too long. You can give them a zap of about an hour or so. If you want to charge them, leave them in the moonlight. Because a lot of times people say, oh, my gosh, I left my my stone in the sun to charge, and it's dead and i'm like how long did you leave it there oh a month (laughs) a week i'm like no wonder so just like we can fry the stones can fry because remember they're buried underground a lot of them aren't just hanging out on the sand you know what i mean right 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 right. so if you want to leave them out leave them out in the moonlight but don't soak them in the sun too long 
Well, fabulous. Well, thank you. That I hope you guys who are listening um, took a lot of notes. I know I did. As usual, I have like three pages of notes. <laughs> well, you have uh, archives. You can listen to uh, archives. I know. <laughs> Yay! I know, I know, I know. And anybody who's listening to the podcast, I'm sure you'll be pulling out a notebook and pressing rewind a lot. Um, let's get to some of these callers because we have some very patient folks waiting on the line and I just ask you if you are calling in and asking a question can you please keep your questions short since we're not on telesummit timing tonight we're in a much shorter time frame so if you could keep um, your questions short that would be very helpful um, all right so we have Kathy in Maryland hi Kathy how are you oh <laughs> yay Kathy how, how are you Kathy good how are you I'm good welcome how can we help you tonight um, I've been told that the signs are right in front of me and I keep missing them. So I'm wondering what stone I could use to help me with that. Okay, what were the signs for what? Oh, like, uh, uh, I guess channeling or... Uh, okay, so connecting to the spiritual world. Is that right? Is that exactly. We, okay. I'm on a spiritual awakening now. Okay, alrighty. Alright, so you want to know what they are. Very good. Well, we can answer that. Um, <clears throat> I want you to choose some numbers. The numbers correlate to the stones. And so, actually, let's let the stones answer that. Uh, three numbers between 1 and 41. Um, 13, 7, and 21. Uh-oh, 7 and 21. Ooh, very nice. Alrighty. Um, a number between 1 and 4. One. One, did you say? Yes. Okay. A number between one and six? Uh, four. One, two, three, four. All righty. Interestingly enough, um, very good. We have three green stones here, okay? <laughs> we were just talking about green stones. And the first stone is um, a, a, a rose quartz. And so we're looking kind of at, at heart healing first, okay? Um, you know, you, you want to, you know, what they're showing me here is that, yes, the signs are right in front of you, but what's interesting is you don't trust yourself enough to believe what you're seeing. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Okay. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you have to do, you know, just uh, the beautiful thing about the stones is you work with them and they do all the work. Really, they do. I mean, I have a whole podcast on how they work, and I won't get into it, but the ions, molecules, and atoms, and the stones actually um, connect to your auric field, your chakra system, and they do, um, proven by physics, do a heck of a job at aligning the chakra system and the auric field. And so what you want to work is on self-trust, okay, trusting yourself enough to see what's right in front of you, okay? They are showing that you do have developing psychic abilities, okay? They're showing the Labradorite stone, which is utilized to to stimulate and to bring into focus psychic abilities. Now, what's interesting is you have to be a bit more specific when working with the universe and your spirit guides as to what exactly you want to see, okay? The last stone here is the soul stone, okay? And what you want to do... The soul stone is S-O-U-L. It's a stone. It's called the Merlin Candle Quartz, and it's all about connecting to your soul first, okay, and your purpose. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And so, you know, because we have limited time on air, um, there's there's, um, two stones. Well, I'm going to read you the stones. The rose quartz is a great stone to work with. The green calcite for heart healing. Okay, then the emerald, the beautiful emerald. It does not have to be a polished cut emerald. What it is is a nice rough emerald. You can get them on eBay for 10 bucks. okay? 
That's all about trusting yourself, okay? And you're going to do that first. Now, as you're working with that, get yourself a nice, delicious piece of Labradorite. Labrador like the dog, ite. And, and Mari is very familiar, I'm sure, with that stone. Well, I, know I make jewelry, yeah. so I'm pretty familiar, too. Okay. Well, when utilizing that stone, I want you to work with it on your third eye. When you make jewelry, where do you put that stone? Uh, you mean on a necklace? Is that what yeah. you mean? Well, I mean when jewelry, earrings, necklace, yeah. ring. Okay. Yeah. We want to take that and keep your heart, your heart chakra, and not commingle that. I mean, we're talking about cash and commingling with the heart chakra, but you're doing your psychic ability with the heart chakra. You see. All of our chakras are wonderful, but they do have different purposes. And so utilize that, that, that labradorite on your third eye, and it's going to bring in what you what right in front of you. You're going to bring it into focus. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I followed you from last night and uh, on the... Um, oh, Michael's show. Michael's show, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't get on, but um, I'm definitely going to call you. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh-huh. let's start off with those stones. And you know what? Another really good stone for you is fluorite, F-L-U-O-R-I-T-E, fluorite. And that's going to help you bring things into focus. And, okay. um, you know, I'm sure, you know, start with those stones, let them do this work, and just really trust in yourself because, indeed, the signs are there, and you see them. You're just not trusting yourself that you're seeing them. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank right. you well, so much. Thank oh, you. you are so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Uh-huh. Thank you. All right, so Allison, you're awesome. Oh, <laughs> um, thanks. It's simply I love the stone. It. I, uh, yeah, no. Oh, you and the stone. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's move on to Barb in Idaho. Hi, Barb. How are you? Mark. Hi, Martin. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How can we help you tonight? Well, I'm going to bankruptcy court on Thursday, and uh-huh. I thought with all the moon that you were talking about and everything getting in line. What stones do I need to get me on the right track out of that bankruptcy court so I can <laughs> get going down the road straight? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. You know, I didn't hear that last part, Maury. Can you tell me what she said? <clears throat> she said she wanted to know um, what stones she needed to use to help her to get through bankruptcy um, court and get on starting on her new road straight. Okay, that that's a great um, question. Okay, you know, cleansing, 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 cleansing. I can't talk enough about the um, about the calcite. But in your case, my my friend, the root chakra. Okay, we want to cleanse that root chakra. Get yourself a nice piece of red calcite um, and cleanse that root chakra. And I would like to see you do some type of exercise, like breathe into your head and blow it out through your feet. Um, I'm, I'm sure Mari is a master at all of this stuff and really kind of a cleansing of old patterns, okay? And just kind of when you go to the, the, the court, just, just, you know, do these breathing exercises and let go of all these old patterns that you no longer need. Okay, work with the calcite family, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the green calcite for the heart chakra, and I'm really feeling um, this root chakra is really what's kind of clogging you up and holding on to kind of old family beliefs. Does that make sense to you? And the, and the family, yeah. car, you yeah. know, the karmic patterns of what you grew up in. And the minute you dump those, you are going to be starting on a clean slate. I mean, this is 2012. Anything is possible, Okay. And, and really, we're in the portal of 2012, the hardest part of 2012. And as you ease into um, September, things are going to get lighter and better. 
But first, you must cleanse that root chakra, connect to the earth chakra. And I know Mari has, has great sessions about how to do all of that stuff. And then when you're ready to start over on a clear slate, okay, what I'd like I'm getting for you, okay, is tiger eye. Um, you need a lot of you, – you, you're connected to the earth, yes? Yes. I, I see that. The tiger eye is really going to kind of help you draw that strength from the earth and nourish that solar plexus so you can kind of go out and recreate. That's a key word for you is recreate. Um, garnet is an excellent stone and, and, and tiger eye as far as kind of getting back on your feet, finding your strength. And, you know, I'm going to throw a goddess in here. I just came off the show Goddess and the Rock Girl, um, <laughs> and I'm sure uh, Maury knows more about this, this goddess as well. It, it, her name is Diana, also known as Artemis. Okay. Oh boy, yeah, she came in for me for a reading yesterday for some reason. Yes, yeah. and she's all about. She has a bow and arrow, and it's not used to hunt or kill. It's used to hit your goal. They're showing me that you have a lot of goals and a lot of things that you want to do in the future. Correct. I do. Uh huh. I see that. I see that. And you know, really, you're just going to kind of pick yourself up, dust yourself off, work with garnet, work with that tiger eye, and that's going to move you forward. And when you're feeling nice and strong, you can roll in that carnelian. But you don't want to take that carnelian until you get back on your feet again. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And remember, this is 2012. Out with the old, in with the new. Okie dokie. All righty. Thank you. Uh Oh, you're very welcome. And just so you know, if you if anyone wants to read up on any of the goddesses that Allison might bring up tonight, the book I highly recommend for you to have in your uh, spiritual library is Doreen Virtue's Archangels and Ascended Masters. It has every goddess and a nice, easy to read, easy to understand um, uh, channeling from her. It talks about their whatever their story is, what their energy and also what they're best for as far as helping you know helping with whatever issues that you know they they kind of govern over if you will so that's uh, archangels and ascended masters by dorian virtue really really good reference book yeah reference i was just thinking so that fast. great yeah and yeah, you know Maureen, if i can book. just pop something else in here i i just yeah. did a show on blog talk right before i i came on this show my show the right. sacred stone show today i did uh the topic was the next 500 years of the golden age and and how you can kind of recreate um and reinvent your karmic patterns. And so I think this will really help you a lot as, as far as your um, coming out of the bankruptcy court and, and attuning to the newer frequencies. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Let's see who else we can get in on the, and, and get under the wire before Sam takes me off the air. Um, <laughs> we have Anna from Florida. Hi, Anna. How are you? Is she there? Did we lose her, Sam? Uh, I think... Okay, <laughs> he says Anna's gone. Okay, fine. Um, all right, we're moving to Cheryl in Indiana. Cheryl, are you still on the line? Yes, I am. Hi there. Hi. Look at you. <laughs> uh, really? How can we help you tonight? <laughs> well, I kind of have the same question. I'm going uh, just recently divorced, going through a bankruptcy, and there's some financial possibilities coming up, and I just wondered uh, if she could tell me anything about... Uh, what she sees for me coming up financially. Oh, okay. Very good. Um, Cheryl is your name, yes? Yes. Okay. Three numbers between 1 and uh, 41. Uh, six. Okay. Eight. 
29. Okay, 20. Ah, very nice. Okay, a number between 1 and 4? 3. 3, a number between 1 and 6? 2. Ah, very good. Okay, so you know what they're showing? They're showing the citrine druzy, which we were just talking about early in the show as far as um, a manifesting and creating cash uh, stone, and that's, that's actually coming up in the next two to three months. And then the stone that comes right after that is lapidolite, which means everything's going to be okay. So I wanted to give you that outcome um, first in, in the reading so you can kind of relax and know that you're on the right path. Um, <laughs> yeah, so everything, you know, everything is going to be okay. And, again, they they're just show it's, it's, it's a clearing of a slate. It's an ore cleansing stone, but it's also a cash-generating stone. We're looking on around the month of November where you're really going to see the bank account start to build up. It's kind of going, going to go in one hand and out the other for a little while, but November you're going to say, oh, okay, it's fattening up. Okay, so don't be too worried because it's showing that you're behind on a couple of things that you have to pay up on, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, they're showing the sodalite stone, okay, which is all about kind of higher education, philosophy, things like that. Now, do you have certain jobs, um, opportunities in, uh, for sake of time in, in, in mind that are in question, or are you just looking in broader sense? Uh, well, I'm doing some online, um, getting involved in some online business, uh, okay. but I have a job at this time. Okay. Okay. So you want to know about your finances in general, correct? Yes. Okay. They are going to be picking up um, on or around the month of November is when you're going to see them grow. The, the sodalite stone keeps kind of screaming here, and it's showing that you can actually um, further accelerate this process by getting some type of training. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. So I know that you're kind of uh, going back and forth that. They're showing me the seesaw, the teeter-totter. Um, but you can actually end up making more money and working less with less effort if you do get that training, okay? And okay. and so you might really want to consider that. They're showing, um, is there a training course starting on around the month of October? Um, not specifically that I know of. Okay. Uh, I mean, well, don't be surprised if it, does, if it pops up in the next couple okay. of weeks, okay? October. It's not going to be a okay. huge investment. It's going to be more of a commitment of time. You're going to go back and forth about it. Um, at one point in time, it would be a good investment for you to do because what it's going to do, it, it's going to kind of catapult you further um, in, in your the, the, the amount of money that you can make in the long term. Does that make sense? Yes. But it does show you that you're going to get your, your feet on the ground. Now, you do work with accounts or deals or something, um, like, do you make more money by doing more work? What is it that they're showing me that you're going to have more opportunity? Well, the opportunities that are coming up are more like uh, marketing, multi-level marketing. Oh, okay, there you go, the multi-level stuff. Yes, indeed. So you're going to be offered. You're going to actually be offered more opportunity with that and, and do invest the time. And, and I, I, you know, i, I got to give what I get. That's what John Holland teaches you. You know, give what you get. And they, they, there's going to be an opportunity to train further in that field. Do take it because you're going to be bumped up from kind of worker bee person to kind of a higher level where you'll be get paid more money um, for doing a different type of job that is eventually less time-consuming. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, good. Sounds so great. did I answer your question? <laughs> you did because I, I, I definitely do need more training in this. So Okay, um, and it's all good. It's an ore cleansing. It's a cash generating um, vehicle. And ev you know, I, I want to leave you with this: everything is going to be okay. You know, you might bump into a stone called lapidolite. 
Um, it's spirit coming to you. Pick it up, wear it, sleep with it under your pillow, and, and know that everything's going to be okay. Yeah, because I don't think I've heard of that one, Lipidolite. It's, it's L-E-P-I-D, lipid, like lipid olight. Uh-huh. And it has lithium in it, um, it, but it's a very, it's a calming stone, but it's a strengthening stone. And whenever I see it in, in, in readings, especially at the, at the last stone, it means that everything is going to be okay. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you so much. Have, both have of. a good night. <laughs> so let's take one more person, because, I mean, we have so many, Allison. <laughs> um Celine in Oregon. Did we just? Oh, we just did Cheryl in Indiana, right? Celine in Oregon. Hello, Celine. How are you? Is she there? Did we lose her? Blog oh, talk. Ate her up. <laughs> oh my goodness, we are just losing people. Okay, how about Catherine in Cleveland? Did we have Catherine on? Did she yes. stay on? Oh hi, yes, Catherine. How are you? Oh yeah, I'm okay, fine. Good. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm good. Welcome. So, Thank you. what's your question? Well, my question was, uh, after talking with you last week, uh, is for Allison regarding uh, the Telesummit uh, reading that I got, where, uh, Allison, you saw up ahead for me some planetary gridding or crystal gridding, and I just wanted to see what kind of, if I could get a little more detail about that, because I don't really know what it is. Oh, okay, very good. Three numbers between 1 and 41. 5, 8, and 9. Wow, okay, 5. As I knew it, eight and nine. A number between one and four? Two. Two. A number between one and six? Four. La, 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 la. Okay. Um, planetary gridding. Isn't it funny? You just chose the planetary gridding stone. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, isn't that funny? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the green fuchsite. Um, you know, basically they're showing that you need to kind of learn more about it as far as studying, taking courses, reading books, doing something like that, okay? The center, that that's the sodalite stone. It's all about more training, more training. Um, you know, and it's interesting, the center stone is, is, is the amethyst druzy, which is uh, raising the spirituality. And, and the final stone is a citrine scepter, which is a scepter. I love scepters. They're stones of self-empowerment. But in this case, it actually acts as a torch, um, and it, 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 it leads to, you know, it, it kind of um, resonates with leadership skills and lighting the way. Now, um, I know this is probably going to be kind of pushing you outside of your comfort zone um, because they're showing me kind of moving outside of the box, but have you ever thought of teaching or leading meditations? Um, teaching a little bit. It's one of those things that people always ask me if I was interested in doing, and I never really gave it much thought, but... I am open. Okay. You know, first and foremost, um, you have to have a bit more command of the stones, okay? You know, it's important because they're showing that you're kind of, um, are you connected to the elemental world as far as like the fairy folk and things like that? Um, I have tried to be recently because I am, my home is near some uh, wooded area, so. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> first and foremost, you got to have a session with Maury, Okay. <laughs> So Mari, what Mari has to do is kind of like clean out like the, the um Mari, you work a lot with the angelic realm, yes? Yes. yes okay. Yes. And and the angelic realm obviously is close cousins to the elemental 
um, realm. And so, you know, you kind of kind of there's a lot of kind of um, heavy um, old kind of energy hanging out in the late in the far layer, the spiritual layer of your work field. Okay. And I know mm-hmm. that Mari is a master of, of cleaning that out. And then you're going to be able to kind of feel and become that channel of energy so you can connect to all of this. And indeed, there's a lot of planetary stuff that you're going to be involved in, but you need to kind of get the feeling back in you first to be able to, to sense that. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Have you taken Reiki? No, I haven't. Okay. An, a good, solid Reiki 1 class might actually help you as well. Okay. Okay. Um, Amari, do you teach that? No, I don't. I'm certified, but I don't. And okay. but you do. And yeah, yeah, I do. And I, I don't. Um, I, 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 I'm from. Um, well, I'm. I, I teach at New York, but I also have a, a class coming up in Asheville. In case you're interested, it's not a sales pitch here, but I do. I do think that well, something like that, a simple Reiki one class, will help you. Um, okay. And and really kind of get your feeling back. It's almost like you have a numbness around your spiritual plane um, in a, a layer of protection. And after that, you be, it teaches you to become a channel, and, and your engines are going to rev up. And indeed, you have some serious work to do. I see you leading meditations um, and also helping people almost plant uh, crystal grids within the earth. But that's more towards the end of 2013. Um, so, you know... Uh, you might want to kind of give that a try because it does show that that further training is needed in order to kind of really embrace your gifts. Does that make sense? But you have a lot of options, and they're they're a heck of a lot of fun. I, I oh, just great. got something for you too, um, just that came through really really strong. So I just wanted to mention it, and that's labyrinth walking and labyrinth building, and incorporating hmm. the crystals into the labyrinth along with lavender and some other herbs, like herbal and crystal labyrinth building and walking. So you might want to Google labyrinths and learn a little bit more about that. Um, I think Denise Lynn is a real, L-I-N-N, is a really good author for you to take a look at, too. I think that would help you a lot, along with everything that Allison said and going to Asheville, for sure. <laughs> great, just, great. That, it just came through really, really strong, so I just wanted to share that. Thank you, Mari. Thank you, Allison. I appreciate it. You are well, welcome. You're welcome. We love to have you on. <laughs> you call us back. Let us know how it goes. We'll do. We'll do. Well, I think you know what we have so many other people on the line and and emails and stuff, but we've come to the end of the show, Allison. Uh oh. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you, you've done three. You've done three shows back to back. So I don't want to keep you any longer because we're already over. Um. But I just want to say thank you, and do you have, just one last question I have for you, for the audience, do you have any, I know there's a lot of books on interpreting what the crystals mean, do you have a favorite that you use as a reference book by any chance? Um, well, there's a couple, that I, there's two that I recommend. Um, the Crystal Bible, Volume 1 by Judy Hall, and mm-hmm. Robert Simmons and Naisha Ashian's Book of Stones. And I, I learned on those, but that was like 10 years ago. The best right. reference I had was my teacher, Bobby, who has passed away, um, unfortunately, a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I learned best 
by learning in person. But those two books are really good. I'll be honest with you, you know how we as human beings are shifting and attuning to these new frequencies? A lot of the stones are doing that too. So a good place to start are the Crystal Bible Volume 1 and the Book of Stones Volume 1. But be aware that the stones are are evolving and and, um, kind of attuning to a lot more, uh, waking up, to use one of your words, um, to a lot more frequencies. And I'm in the process of actually writing writing a book about the stones for the next 500 years of the golden age um, because I can't seem to find a book that that really kind of brings us into the next 500 years of the golden age and how stones are changing. I mean, real fast, two stones that are evolving rapidly are rose quartz and celestite. Oh, Mm -hmm. celestite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so those are good starting points, but realize that the stones are evolving just as we are. Wonderful. That is so good to know. That's amazing. We'll have to have you back on to talk more about that kind of stuff. I'd love to learn more about that. And, of course, when your book is ready, you, you'll you come back on, too. Why, well, thank then, you. <laughs> and, listen, I'll leave you with this one. I'm actually um, planning a, a trip, um, an adventure for 20 lovely people, 21, including myself, to Bimini Island. Um, in, in the Bahamas next summer. And it's, it's uh, part of my Celebrating the Divine Feminine campaign starting in February of, of 2013. And so I'm going to be taking 20 people, including myself, to Bimini Island to work with Lemurian Seed Crystals, Dolphin Energy, and the Moonlight. Oh, my goodness. I'm there. <laughs> okay. I'll save you a seat. <laughs> Send me the dates. I definitely want to go to that. Well, um, do you want to give people your... your um your website and stuff so that if they want to get a reading with you, they can do that. Oh, that would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, that would help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first of all, my, my main website is therockgirl.com. Um, that's for all the psychic stuff and the services. If you're interested in my school, you can cruise on over to sacredstoneschool.com, sacredstoneschool.com. And also don't forget to friend me on Facebook. I'm one of Mari's friends. So if you find Mari, you can friend me, and I'd love to see you there. <laughs> That's great. And we still play your commercial every week on the show. So, um, oh, thank you. All about the Sacred Stone School. Yeah, it's been on for like a year now. <laughs> oh, thanks. Give us a new one. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on at the last minute. This has been amazing. I'm sure that everybody's really like writing notes and their hands are hurting. And um, I just want to say thank you again. And I honor you for you and your work. And, and of course, the, the stones. Thank you, stones, for all your help. Um, and for all of you listening, I just want to say what I always say at the end of the show, which is you truly can have exactly what you want, and you absolutely deserve it too. And like Allison said, in this energy, anything is possible. So go forth and conquer. And know healing first, then the manifesting, and it will work. It will work. So have a great night. We'll talk to you next week, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com That's A-H-A Moments with an S Inc.com Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments We can't wait to see you there.